Welcome to another episode of the NYC Godcast. Hope your week's off to a great start. Uh, it feels like it's been a long time. I don't know. It has been. It has. Well, yeah. well we, yeah, not we, for them, but yeah, like for, for them, us. It's been a week. Which, it's been a long week. Uh, we just came out of a really great youth revival at the Taylortown uh, Church in Shelby, Ohio. So grateful to them for hosting that. What a great week to see everybody and just to be together. And so uh, that being said, though, I am tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really tired. A lot going on here mm-hmm. at our church and, and NYC and... Yeah. So if we fall asleep, you guys just poke the camera and wake us up and uh, we'll continue I won't on. Wake up okay. Continue. Well, <laughs> so typically, as you know, we're in the month of November. Uh, so typically, the month of November is known for three things, at least in America. Mm-hmm. We are known for food. November is known for almost being Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And November is known for thankfulness. Yes. You're, you're missing one part, though. What? The Macy's Day Parade. Well, that's... That falls into Thanksgiving. Yeah, and no, it's not it's, what it used to be. No, but it's that's sad. what you think about. You play it for like five minutes on the TV and then you're like, I'm bored. I don't even know if I do that. Hmm. It's always on. Then mind. are you do American? This, by the way, Torrid Wells is <laughs> no. going to be on the um, Cracker Barrel float this year. Oh, interesting. I thought you would appreciate yes. that. I'm sorry, yes. folks. Welcome back. <laughs> I, I needed to let Jamie know that. So anyway, so November is known, again, for three things, mm-hmm. apparently four. Uh, we're in America. November is known for food, mm-hmm. Macy Day Parade, <laughs> almost thing, no, almost it Christmas, is. and Thanksgiving. Yes, wow, that's a hot mess. Uh, so there's a good chance that as the trees start changing colors and the air starts to get a little chillier, that maybe you guys have found yourself thinking of being thankful. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but there's a chance. <laughs> I had someone this week tell me like they were riding around the car and they were, you know, the music playing and they saw the trees and it made them just be appreciative to the Lord. And so I think there's something built in that makes us that way. Like mm-hmm. when you see that change of fall, um, it, it makes you appreciative. And so uh, for some of you, Thanksgiving is nothing more than a day to wear your fat pants and eat more food. Or maybe that's every Tuesday. Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. Though, so that's awkward. That's awkward. You get to wear it twice in one week. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Oh, it's Thursday. Fat pants it is. Uh, so, but for other people, maybe maybe it's football. Maybe that's what Thanksgiving is to you guys. Maybe it's uh, the sales. Like your Thanksgiving to you is today to get over, to get to the sales. Uh, but I think that all of us can agree that most of the time, most people consider November the month to be thankful. Is yeah. that a fair statement? Mm-hmm. I think we yeah. all agree. November is our thankful month. And so this month here at the NYC, uh, per usual, rather than taking a normal look at, gra- at being thankful, mm-hmm. we're going to take an unusual look at being <laughs> thankful, which is so us. <laughs> it's, uh, but so we've got a brand new series that we're pretty excited about. So to start us off, I want you guys to talk. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. no. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> what are you guys thankful for? I'm thankful for a lot. This year, we're actually going to be um, signing on a house on the 22nd. So we will have our very first home, which is very awesome. But we don't have to move because it's the same house we've been living in. <laughs> <laughs> what, a story. The people, what a story. The people that live there didn't know we were there. No. <laughs> it was it's the house. Hobo House Hunters right here at the NYC God <laughs> No, I just feel like there's a lot of someone things falling call, in place. Someone call the network and tell them that it's a great <laughs> a idea for a show. You have to sneak see out how long you can live in someone's house and then buy it. It's a great idea. And they don't even know it. Right. The Hobo House Hunters. I want royalties for that. Anyways, what else are you thankful for? Just Besides like, the name of that show. That's yeah. something to be thankful for. Well, it just feels like a lot of things are falling into place as far as like life and just being able to figure out things like in our own personal lives. Do you have a great that story is, like no, that? That's, that's, hard, that's hard to You're talk. not part of the hobo uh, house. No, I'm not. I've had my own house and I'm the only one living there with my that's family. Sad. <laughs> what did you do I mean, on this, I'm on the show that there might be hobos living in my house. I don't know. <laughs> that's I don't true. know. I don't that's know. What if that's the house she's talking about? I don't know. We have a lot of work to do. <laughs> 
Uh, I like the, I mean, my husband, my kids, my mm-hmm. house, my church, uh, we're picking up more and more ministries, it seems like, which like, how is that possible? Because the ministries we have are just getting bigger yeah. and then we're adding more ministries yep. and, but uh, that. yeah, but I am, I'm so yeah. thankful to be a part of the church. Cause I was just thinking this week, like when I was a little girl, we didn't stay all day Sundays. We mm-hmm. didn't really do, except for like the usual couple of like, I don't know how we to say it hair. nicely, but like not so great ministries we had or yeah. like generic feeling ministries. They weren't like full hearted for God. Yeah. And now we're just like full blown. Like mm-hmm. that's my life. And we ministry. Yeah. Yes. But I, I am thankful to get to be a part of this church. Yeah. Fair enough. What, what are you thankful for? Oh, don't do that to me. What do you? Well, you're going to see. That's the podcast. Oh, okay, good. Is that fair? Can I do I that? Yes, whatever. If you, would, if you would invite me onto your podcast, I can. you could ask me <laughs> questions, but I never get invited. This is the Jamie Rachel show. So. You distract us when you're on the show. Have you ever noticed? That's true. Yes. I've noticed that. Yes. I distract myself when I'm on the show. And if you're not we all know. Okay. Yes. So we would love, if, if you're watching this video and you've not yet turned it off, we'd <laughs> thank love you. for you in the thank comments. You. Thank you. We're thankful for you. We would love to hear what you're thankful for. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool to hear what you guys are thankful yeah. for and maybe we can even share that on some of the podcasts coming up yeah. which you guys yeah. respond. Like read some of the things. Uh, so what I want to start us off by plainly saying is that there is absolutely nothing wrong with being grateful for what give, what God gives us. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's your husband, whether it's the hobo house hunters, whether it's mm-hmm. ministry, there's nothing we should absolutely be thankful for those things. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. However, however, that's not what we're looking at this month. Wow. We assumed as much. Yes, I know. I know. I, I, I don't put cats in bags well. No. No. Um, you know. She's just carrying them by the neck. <laughs> the bag or the cat? Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> so we should definitely be appreciative of the blessings that God bestows in all of us and what he provides for us. However, this month, what, what we're really, really trying to look at mm-hmm. is that God-given gratitude is not necessarily tied to blessings. Mm-hmm. I think the title of this series is God Giving Gratitude, mm-hmm. um, which is, I almost wish we'd have named it Happy Hobo Hun- House Hunters. <laughs> you added an H in there. I did. Where did that come from? Can't help yourself. I couldn't be hindered by that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but God Giving Gratitude. And so what I want us to look at is actual biblical gratitude isn't necessarily in the tangible. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. in the things that we have. Yeah. Um, so I want to take a look at a pretty well-known, uh, actually three different well-known verses that we all know. And what I want us to notice in these verses is just how in your face it is, like how mm-hmm. pointed it is. There's not really a lot of wiggle room. So the first one is First Thessalonians 5.18. And it says this, in everything, in everything, mm-hmm. in everything, everything mm-hmm. give thanks. Yeah. Well, shucks. <laughs> not just the things that are good for you like you're good, right do we get good everything in greek means everything, everything. everything. Wow. i was scared i'm like oh. everything means everything it means missing nothing like so everything and and paul says in everything give thanks mm-hmm. not just the husband or the happy hobo house hunters or the food on your table or the good roof over your head and everything mm-hmm. the bad things when the roof leaks and when the husband I don't know what he does bad, but, but he, nothing. But, um, <laughs> he edits this video if you can't tell. Um, but when the, when things don't go well, mm-hmm. give thanks. Ha, in, in everything, give thanks. The rest of the verse says, "For this is the will of God in, in Christ Jesus concerning you." Yeah. Another verse is Ephesians five twenty. It's kind of the same lines. Paul writes in verse twenty, "Giving thanks always." When. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Should we be concerned about the obnoxious noise going on behind us? I'm sure it's fine. They're moving chairs is what it sounds I know. like. They should have they service hearts. <laughs> <laughs> we should be thankful for that. Yes, <laughs> I have service hearts behind us. 
Uh, giving thanks always. Again, notice the cut and dry. They're locked in. Always. Give thanks always. But what for always? Well, give thanks always for all things. Mm-hmm. It's like Paul's like, you know what? They're going to try to scoot around this way. Right. They're going to try to say, well, I'm always thankful, but not for everything. No, he's yeah. like, in all things, at all times, yeah. always be thankful for all things. Yep. Uh, the rest of verse says, unto God, of the Father, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then there's Philippians 4, 6, last one. Uh, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be na- made known unto God. Mm-hmm. And so the, the common thread between these three verses, and there are more, but the common thread between these three verses is, is Paul's writing, all three of these letters mm-hmm. are an exhortation for everyone, every time, to be thankful always. Yep. Mm-hmm. Always. And so... That's fine. That is what it is. That's fine. And it's November after all. You know, we suck it up. We're like, fine, Paul. I can be thankful always. I will write my thing on a card and stand in front of the church and show it. (laughs) But that's how we, that's actually, when, when pressed upon for thankfulness, we're like, fine, I'll be thankful. Yeah. But that's not the challenging part that Paul writes in these verses. Paul is saying in everything. Yep. Always, for all things, in everything, be thankful, always. And at all times, for all things, be thankful. Do you get the point? (laughs) When you wake up and you don't feel good, be thankful. Be thankful. When it's not Fat Tuesday and you have to wear regular pants and it's not November and there's no parades and no turkeys and no food and no... Is that loud? (laughs) (laughs) Be thankful when the flat tires come. When someone runs over your toe with a car. When someone runs over your toe with a car. Be thankful. And everything at all times be thankful. Mm-hmm. So this has been my experience. And, and I've been in church for some time. Very long time. Uh, Very time. I venture to say, though, I'm not alone. We know that we're supposed to be thankful. We know, especially as Christians, we should be thankful. Should we be thankful? Yes, we should be yes, thankful. Yes. And so what we do is we read what Paul writes and we think he says at all times and everything be thankful. And so what we do is we kind of we we make stuff up when we bend our lives. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is when our life totally and completely falls apart, we grit our teeth and we say, well, at least I still have my house. Yeah. Yeah. Though my car. We we find the good. Yeah. We find the good. Exactly. That's the modern turn. Right. Mm -hmm. Find the good there is. And so, you know, at least I still have my house. At least I still have clothing. At At least least I have my four other toes. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) At least I still have food eats. At least, you know, even though life totally sucks right now at mm-hmm. least i've got this going for me let's mm-hmm. begrudgingly and, and yeah and even though we're dying inside even though i'm miserable even though i really cannot stand life right now and everything is wrong right now and i just want things to get better right now mm-hmm. hey at least i've got a pillow under my head at least you know i've got this going for me so yeah yeah i guess sure whatever paul i'm thankful mm-hmm. do we get that that is not thankfulness <laughs> That is literally not what he's saying to do that. That's actually the opposite of what he's saying to do. When Paul says in everything, always give thanks, he's not saying grasp for straws to find what to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's not what he's saying. And I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, but what happens when everything's gone? Mm -hmm. What happens when God takes away one by one by one by one, the very things you're basing your blessings upon? What happens when there's nothing left to be thankful for like Job? Like what happens then? Do you see what I'm saying? When we base it on blessings, what happens when the blessings were removed? What happens when everything you're, yeah. I mean, that's almost the story of Job. Like it's almost laughable how little there is left to stand on. It's like taking you back to the bare, the bare minimum, the very, very bottom of the bottom. And so what then? What for us? What then? What, what comes next November and we have no house Mm -hmm. and we have no clothes and we have no food, and we have no family, and we have no health, and we have no country. Yeah. What happens then to your thankfulness? 
because does that disqualify in all things at every you see what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Paul's saying even then, always yeah. and everything, give thanks. And so these verses are not void and unapplicable when those things are taken away. So mm-hmm. should there be some kind of small print? Like, is that a fair question? Should Paul have wrote, you know, underneath <laughs> his writings to these churches, should he have wrote in small, tiny little letters that, you know, in everything, give thanks, except for when there's nothing to give <laughs> thanks for, then you're excused. But that's not what Paul writes. No. Paul almost goes out of his way to say, even when there's nothing to be thankful for, be yeah. thankful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in everything, at all times, be thankful. And so Paul's telling us that in everything, at all times, always and for everything, we are commanded, exhorted, instructed to be thankful. Yeah. Not because of what we have going on for us, not because of what we have, but always be thankful. Notice that in all three of these verses, Paul is specific to the point uh, where we're supposed to be f- thankful from the thankfulness mm-hmm. he says derives because we are in Christ. Yeah. And so our thankfulness goes to God because we're in Christ. That is where that's the point of all three of those verses. That's the the punchline, mm-hmm. so to say. And so I have an odd question. Yes. And th- this is just, is it a good question? Me being me. You're already, you're mm-hmm. already cheating. I know the answer. Have you, have, <laughs> have you well, give us the answer. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Another question. We'll we'll do uh, Jeopardy version. No, that still wouldn't be right. No. Okay, no. obviously, I've not watched it since Alex died, so I don't ever watch it. That explains a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, have you guys ever used a strainer before? Yes, yes, I use mine a different way than everyone else. Do yes. you put it in the top? Yeah, I, I, I much prefer that yeah, way. Yeah, because so you don't have easier. to have a clean sink. Yes, it's, well, and you don't have to dump it all and yeah. then redump it yeah. all. So that put it's, it in the top. But sometimes they don't always fit. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Some yeah, of them yeah, have yeah. no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but a strainer. Uh, so I, whether you're making mashed potatoes or pasta, mac mm-hmm. and cheese, mac I'm and assuming. Cheese. I'm mac assuming. Uh, I. I actually use a sifter at home for my flour. You do. I, oh, I do. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> You're just like, you do. Yes. We have a uh, sifter, but I don't know if it's ever been used. Yeah, I sift my flour uh, when I'm baking. But a strainer really has one simple job. The strainer's only job is to decide what passes through. Mm-hmm. That is that fair enough? Yeah, like that's to get rid job. of the stuff that you don't want. Yeah, it, it gets to decide what goes through and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so... In a lot of ways, God is the strainer of our life. And I think that's what we miss sometimes. Because we either are one of two ways. We either think God would never let anything bad slip through. Or we think, well, God is putting the bad things into my life. When in fact, God is the strainer. He gets Mm -hmm. to decide what goes into your life and what doesn't go into your life. He, He decides what passes through. And so the fact is that any and everything that enters into your life first had to be granted access by God himself. Yep. That's that's the truth of the Bible. He gets to decide what you will or what you will not face, meaning that no matter how hard or how difficult or how frustrating any situation may be, God's ordained it. He's approved of it. Mm-hmm. He's allowed it. He said, yes, I will allow it into yeah. your life. He strains it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe some of you are thinking, oh, great. God's a strainer. Big whoop de doo I'm so thankful I turned on this podcast. Yeah. Like, You're welcome. You're welcome. God's a strainer. <laughs> I'm so much more thankful now. Don't forget about the parade. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fat Tuesday pants. Uh, but this is the thing. This is, this is the thing. If you're a Christian, not only does God strain your life, not only does he decide what gets through and what doesn't, mm-hmm. but God himself also sustains our life. Yeah. And I think that's where we miss the baseline of thankfulness. 
And so a couple years ago, we used the theme verse for the NYC. I think it was 2019 for Shattered, if I'm not mistaken. We used the theme verse uh, where Paul tells us he has a thorn in the flesh, right? He yep. says, I have a thorn in the, thresh, in the flesh, and it's uncomfortable. It's a circumstance I don't like. It's a peculiar predicament. And so he's rather not enjoying this thorn. Yeah. And so he he has something in his life that would tempt him to not be thankful. Is that fair enough? Mm-hmm. A thorn yeah, tempts yeah. you not to be thankful. And so Paul prays to God three times, would you remove the thorn? <gasps> would you remove the thorn? <laughs> Would you remove the thorn? And after praying and praying and praying, God actually answers Paul. He responds. Mm -hmm. And this is what Paul, this is what God says to Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now, I know we all know this verse so well, and we quote it a lot. It's quoted a lot in church. But catch what God is actually saying here to Paul. God says, not only did I allow the thorn to pass through my hands into your life, but where I strain, Paul, I also sustain. If I'm going to allow the thorn, I'm also going to sustain you through that thorn. Mm -hmm. And so because Paul, because Josh, because Jane, because Rach, my grace, God says, is sufficient for you. What I'm giving you is enough to get through the thorns of life. I thought this was rather fascinating. I'm sad to say i never looked into this before this past week uh but the word sufficient here right my grace mm-hmm. is sufficient for you the word sufficient here means enough it means unfailing strength it means to defend it means to suffice and so not paul's grace mm-hmm. but paul's strength not paul's strength but god's grace is mm-hmm. enough yeah. god's strength is enough god's grace is unfailing strength god's grace is sufficient god's grace will defend paul mm-hmm. and so I really couldn't find so we we know that in the Old Testament it's the it's the Hebrew language yes. and in the New Testament it's mostly Koine Greek it's it's Greek. Mm-hmm. So when you're trying to find words from the two they don't always pair well. Yeah. So I can't I can't really prove this point too much but I found this rather fascinating. Yeah. Do you know what the word sufficient is in that verse? Stop shaking your head. But I do know. <laughs> it's cuz we read ahead. No, he told me. Yesterday. I did tell her. Oh. I was excited when I found it. <laughs> The word sufficient, God says to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. That word sufficient is the word archaeo. A-R-K-E-O. Jamie, don't yawn. I'm trying not to. She's flooding her nostrils. I'm like, <laughs> that's a hidden yawn. I see I it right there. We agreed we wouldn't sleep through this. <laughs> it, th- sufficient. It is the word archaeo. Yeah. And even though I really, like I said, I couldn't find a link between this and the New Testament mm-hmm. or the Old Testament. I think, honestly, the word ark from Noah's ark, like that gives a perfect description of this word. Yeah. Because what is it? It's it's something that defends. It's mm-hmm. something that sustains. It's something that carries through and does the work. Yeah. Right? And that's what God's saying to Paul. Paul, through your thorn, through what you're going mm-hmm. through in life, I'm going to ark you. Yeah. I'm going to archaeo you. My grace is sufficient. It's yeah. enough to defend you. It's enough to carry you. It's yeah. enough to do the labor. And so in Genesis, we all know Noah's story, right? Yeah. Noah faces a, a, a significant thorn himself. It's a, it's a, it's a big one. Uh, the entire world and all the planet's population are going to be destroyed by a global flood phenomenon. And yet Noah didn't save himself. He didn't have to rely on what he brought to the table mm-hmm. to protect him and his family. All Noah had to do was get in the ark. 
All he had to do was get inside the ark. And when he got inside the ark, what does God say? Noah found grace Mm -hmm. in the eyes of the Lord. In other words, God could have said to Noah, my grace is sufficient Mm -hmm. for you. My grace is our KO for you. My grace is enough to safely secure you from the inside. And so Noah still had to endure the flood, right? He still had to go through the the flood. He still had to ride out the storm, but from within God's archaeo, from within God's grace. And so from within the flood, Noah was able to be thankful, Mm -hmm. but not because it was dry, not because uh, he didn't have to go, not because it was sunshine and rainbows and puppy dog tails. That's not why Noah was thankful. Why was Noah thankful? Because he was archaeoed. Yeah. He was supplied and sustained through the flood. Yeah. He was given what he needed by God. God gave him grace to get through. And so God not only strained Noah's life, but God sustained Noah's life. He provided protection through the problem. So look again at the rest of 2 Corinthians twelve nine. Most gladly, therefore, this is again Paul talking. Mm-hmm. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of grace may rest I'm sorry, the power of Christ may rest upon me. Why was Paul glad? Why could Paul be thankful always in everything, even with a thorn in the flesh? Well, because the thorn brought the power of Christ onto Paul's life. And so had there been no thorn, Paul would never have received the archaeo grace, yeah. the sufficient grace, the enabling grace to get through that thorn. I think that's what people miss out is like, they don't want to go through things, but that's the only way that you're going to know. You're never going to know the good times if you don't have bad times. And so if you're never having to trust God, if you're never having to tap into his grace and his sufficiency, then how are you ever going to know he actually is able to provide that to you? Absolutely. Amen. Well, that's another thing I was just like, she's going to comment for me. Yeah, <laughs> this is my comment. This yes, is, it better be good. This is, this, is, this is Rachel's comment through me. She told me. Um, no, it's the thing of, when God answered him, he didn't say the answer to the actual, like he didn't answer the question. That's, that's so God. I know. Like it's the whole thing of, can you take this thorn away? Can you take this thorn away? And then it's like, my grace is sufficient. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the answer to yeah. the question. It's just saying, no, you you're, need. yeah, this is yeah. what you need. This is what it is. Yeah, it wasn't the actual answer yeah. to the actual prayer. And like, and, and so what Paul's saying here is like, say God was said, okay, boop, take the thorn out. Yeah. Then what? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Then what? No grace. No. No RKO. No one carrying Paul. No one giving grace to Paul. No one being sufficient for Paul. No Mm -hmm. one protecting Paul. No one defending Paul. Yeah. He just has a little less pain. Yeah. But if we do it God's way and we allow the unfortunate and the difficult Mm -hmm. circumstances, the difficult situations into our life and we endure the thorns, then we get RKO. Then we get that grace that's sufficient. And that's what God's saying. Paul... Do you want to lose the thorn mm-hmm. and lose my RKO yeah. or keep the thorn and keep my RKO? Yeah. And okay. I think I'm like, James, that's where a lot of us struggle. We are, especially in America mm-hmm. and especially in our churches, we are so quick to pray the thorn be removed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're so quick. Like, I think Paul says he prayed three times, but I think for us, it's like three times every three seconds. Yeah. Right? Like, we're like constantly, Lord, please. And, and, it, and uh, it, it consumes us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the point of where we can't really do or say anything else. And and in fact, our Christianity almost comes to a complete halt and yep. stops until he removes that. And, and God's like, but, but that's but what we're using. I, yeah, that's, the, using. I, that's for a purpose to get you over here. And yeah. if if you stop here, we can never get over here. Yeah. Like you need that our you need that archaeo that comes from that thorn. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and so 
Paul would have never received this sufficient grace uh, had the thorn been removed. If God would have strained out the thorn as Paul had prayed for him to do, Paul never would have gotten the grace. Noah could have said, I glory in the flood. I mean, that's what Paul's saying. I glory in the thorn. Yeah. Paul, Noah could have said, I glory in the flood. Why does why does Noah glory in the flood? Because the flood proves that I can rest in the power of the ark. Yes. I can, the, the, the flood proves the ark. Do we see that's mm-hmm. the similarity here? Mm-hmm. The flood proves the ark. The thorn proves grace. Are are we seeing this formula Mm -hmm. here? It's a little bit of a deeper podcast, but to me, that's so powerful. Like how often do I want to skip the floods and the thorns? And yet that's the very thing that proves God's sufficiency in my life. Well, we say we want to lean on God, right? We Mm -hmm. say we want to be fully like, I can't do it, but God has to do it. So then when he gives you like, okay, well, in order for that to happen, (laughs) poke, you're like, no, I don't want that. You know? And that's so us. Like David said, that's so God, but that's so us. Like I, I, so many Christians. I mean, I talked to so many people and I've had, I've had people in my office. I've had phone calls and texts and they're just like, I'll pray this ends, pray this gets over, pray this is removed. And I'm like, you know, okay, but do you want that's, to come that's, that? that's the very yeah. thing God wants right. to bring you into his grace with. So there's this thing that, and I, I don't pray out loud very often. I'm usually more of to myself or whatever, but there's a few it, times that when I snarky comment here, I know, but like when sometimes when I pray out loud, I'm like, I wonder if people are listening because it kind of sounds heartless because like if somebody um, needs prayer for something, it's pray. I pray that they, um, either, you know, come through this, whatever, however God wants it to do, or they learn the lesson they need to learn from it. And like that, that sounds heartless. But that's a totally biblical way to pray. Yeah. And like a lot of times, because I, I, I'm a little heartless too, Jim. High five, heart, heartless high five. Let's we could hand I have to say that right. Heartless do- high fives for the hobo house hunters. I'm not a hobo house hunter, but I will heart, <laughs> I will heart, this is getting out of hand. Out of hand. <laughs> this whole thing is a whole thing. That's a W. May I be excused? <laughs> May I be excused? But this is how I pray so often. I mean, you know, people ask for prayer to for those thorns to be removed. Mm-hmm. And my prayer is, Lord, whatever brings. So why can we rejoice always? Why can we be thankful in all things? Why should we be thankful in everything? Not because life's going well. Mm-hmm. Not because we have the things and the stuff and the bountiful blessings we so enjoy. Mm-hmm. Why can we always be thankful in all things? Because we can have godly gratitude He not only strains our lives, but he Mm -hmm. sustains our lives. He supplies where he guides. And so uh, God is always sufficient. His archaeo grace Mm -hmm. defends us. It provides for us. It carries us. And it gives us the needed strength for everything we face in life. I can be thankful at any given point, in any given circumstance, in any given situation. Why? Because God has given me exactly what I need. He sufficiently supplies And I can rest in his power knowing that he's enough. I can rest just like Noah in the ark amidst the flood, not because it's not storming, not because the roof's not leaking, not because I can be thankful always and at all times and in everything because I know I'm being carried, because I know that ark is sufficient, because I know that it is defending me and carrying me and will get me to where I need to be. Folks, are you thankful in all things? Because... That's what we're doing this month. <laughs> and so today's considerable quote comes from Spurgeon. He says, this. I thought this was a pretty good quote. They usually are. Uh, Those who only praise God because he does them good should rise to a higher note and give thanks to him because he is good. Mm-hmm. Folks, 
we're not thankful for what we have, but who has us? That's not part of the quote. That's Josh, not Spurgey. Uh, but I, that's just so like, I don't know. That's really, a, you guys know me. Yeah. That's really a kicker for me. Uh, but that's so important because we still are called to be thankful even when we lose everything. Yep. Yep. So today's uh, charge up challenge is over the next week or so, I want you to make a list of all the reasons you can be thankful. But the real twist is I don't want you to write anything tangible. So if you can touch it or see it, it doesn't count. I was going to say, you probably have to tell them what tangible means. <laughs> Tangerines. I don't like oranges. Why would I be thankful for that? Tangible. Anything touchable or seeable doesn't count. So make a list of all of your blessings, all the things you're thankful for that are only solely spiritual. They're only mm. blessings that are of the Lord. See how long of a list you can get there. You guys should do this one. This would be fun. And you can, can bring it back and read it for them on your next podcast that I'm not invited to. <laughs> But I'm still thankful. Are you? (laughs) Today's featured content is one of our favorites. Yeah, they took my song. Well, of course. (laughs) I should still be thankful. But you won't sing it in church. Today's feature content is by Ren Collective, <laughs> counting every blessing. Well, friends, it has been some kind of ride. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Hope you have a great week. Hope you stay thankful. Till next time, continue on in Christ. Bye.